All right, it's about time we got started. Our first order of business is a thank you to the folks at Zion for wonderful lunch. Thank you. We have gone through the Lord's Prayer. We've had our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that brings us to today. Give us this day our daily bread. In Jesus' day, when he said that line, folks would have heard echoes of Exodus. That people fleeing Pharaoh's slavery and finding themselves in the wilderness and realizing they were getting hungry and realizing what they'd left behind. They left behind the Nile River and all the food that they could grow near it, the fruits and the vegetables and the grain, the fish they could catch, and so in Exodus 16, the people complain that they are going to starve to death out in the wilderness. And that, frankly, they should have stayed back in Egypt. And God provides food. They get quails, birds in the evening, and they get manna every morning. The people were to gather exactly what they needed for that day. Nothing would keep overnight, and some of them tried, and it went bad. The only day stuff kept overnight was the day before the Sabbath. On Fridays, the food would keep until Saturday so that everybody, including God, would take the Sabbath off. No, no manna provided on that day. Every day, the people needed to trust God for their daily bread. Every day. There is no saving for a rainy day. There is no refrigerator. There is no freezer. There are no grocery stores. You just needed to trust that if God provided food on Monday, God is providing food on Tuesday, and God will provide food again on Wednesday. But it's not how we live today. I go to the grocery store with my list and I shop once a week and we plan seven dinners. And we make them in whatever order happens to be convenient, which is sadly often dependent on whether or not I remember to thaw the meat.
but I'd like to take us back in time, frankly, to a place that none of us want to go to, March of 2020. Our daughter was home on spring break from her freshman year and college, and the initial emails from the school said, yes, she was to return as expected. And then they were delaying the student's return by a week. And then the third email came, the school was closed along with everything else for the pandemic. Our older twins were in the spring of their junior year of high school and the younger twins were in the spring of their freshman year of high school. We had a 19-year-old, twin 17-year-olds, and twin 14-year-olds. Think back to grocery shopping when everything shut down. Do you remember the empty shelves? The hit or miss quality of what food was available? Empty meat cases, empty bread shelves. I would go grocery shopping, often with one in tow, and we would make the meal plan in the store. Depending on what they were selling. All right, there's frozen pizzas. That covers one day. There's tuna fish. We can do tuna fish casserole one day. Oh, no mac and cheese. Wait a minute. If they have that cheese soup and noodles, I can make mac and cheese. It won't be from the box, but it'll be food. At one point, it seemed clear that Tops was just as desperate to food, put food out to sell. And we ended up buying a 22-pound turkey. It was for sale. And I figured if we had to do Thanksgiving dinner again, that would be fine. There were seven of us to feed in the house. My in-laws called. A janitorial service near them was selling their cleaning supplies. The places they were supposed to clean were closed. We were fine, but I learned that we had family across this state and in other parts of the country whose shortages were different and in some cases worse than ours. My friend Julie texted she was going to leave one of those big refillable hand soaps on our porch. 
get an Instacart order that got messed up. And once they deliver it, it's yours. And she only had herself and her kid and certainly didn't need two of them. We had seven. We could use another. But I worried. We had seven to feed. And I focused on buying just for the week, remembering that there were others in my community who would also need food for the week. And I worried some more. Four growing teenagers at home, were they getting all the nutrition they needed? Brains were still develop developing, and I worried some more. And then my husband's friend stopped by saying he had forgotten to give us something. Seven pounds of venison. Four pounds ground venison, three pounds cut like stew meat. And my husband called his sister, because her husband's family hunts and got recipes. But I have to tell you, it felt like we were suddenly gifted manna from heaven. We had enough for a dinner a week for two months. And suddenly I had some empathy for those ancient former slaves who were missing their stew pots by the Nile and the abundance that they had been used to. And I had a brand new appreciation for this line in the Lord's Prayer. So may God grant us this day and every day our daily bread. Amen.